This is a Clark University podcast. RFU contains grown-up themes and occasional coarse language when they get carried away. Please take care while listening. This. This. This is recommended for you. For you. For you. A podcast where Clark University screen studies professors watch and discuss films suggested by Clark University students. We're back. All right. We are back. RFU is in the house. Can we do like a we're back, like mon- like a audio montage of songs if we if we contribute a few of them? That would be kind of fun. We're back. Back streets, back. Baby got back. We thought we would take like a few minutes to like reflect on like how we got here and you know what we found in the process and as well as like where we're headed um so i will like freely admit that it was uh perhaps a couple years coming that like hugh and soren were you know knocking at my door sliding into my dms saying start a podcast uh, and I was initially resistant, like like many people. I hate my voice, and that was, you know, I was, I was being very um, narcissistic in my denying them uh, my participation. But you know, March twenty twenty rolls along, global pandemic times, and the next time I get such an inquiry, uh, it had a certain appeal that it hadn't. Um, but a few months prior. The Soren and I had talked about this for quite a while in various different configurations. And I, I think we never had settled on anything. But one of the first ideas was this idea was recommended for you, was having students recommend films that faculty would watch. And then we got into some more elaborate ideas and, and different approaches and never kind of really got it going for various reasons. And then finally, yeah, I think rocks when you expressed some sort of um, interest during pandemic to kind of get this up and rolling. I think it's really interesting actually, like in terms of like creative process and thought process, how like sometimes you just need to let something ride for long enough. And then it really becomes clear in retrospect what the good idea is, but somehow like in the moment it's not. <laughs> and I, I found that to be true. Like, I, I think that's true of, of writing too. Like you could write a lot of stuff and only in looking back on it a year later did the really good ideas rise to the surface. One thing that we perhaps didn't make clear in these first five episodes, I realized retrospectively, uh, is that part of the premise of this show is that we are accepting recommendations from students of films that none of us right. have seen. And so anyone who has like discovered this podcast or sort of however you do through the algorithms and you're like, this is quite the selection um part of what led to its sort of potpourri of old popular films brand new netflix films foreign films um of about a decade or so past uh is because these these are what our students could bring to us that all three of us could say nope haven't seen that one and yep i'm definitely up for it interesting situation in terms of like pitching ideas because you've got to somehow guess what what the professors have and haven't seen and and make a recommendation based on that supposition, which is interesting in and of itself. And we do get quite a few uh, suggestions. We have gotten quite a few suggestions of films that um, one of us has seen, but two have not. And so we just rule those out as a matter of course. But, you know, people should, uh, you know, as we kind of keep going with this, people should feel, you know, free to suggest anything and just know that, like, I don't know, half of them get rejected because we've seen them. And, you know, that's that's just par, par for the course in this in this format. 
You have to guess, unfortunately, a, a film that none of us have seen, but you can also suggest four or five or six films, you know, if you, if you email or, you know, you, you want to figure out, okay, sort of triangulate and guess, but it's, it's not that hard if you think about it. And then sometimes, then we, then we talk about them and, and figure out what's, what would make a good discussion, I think. So what do you think did make a good discussion? Um, what were, I don't know if either of you have like a episode that stands out as like our demonstrating our strengths as a podcasting team or, or just little moments. Honestly, like, I think they're all really good discussions, but, and that's kind of a cop-out answer, but I, I think what's to me fascinating about this is just how, I mean, so I, I don't think this particular type of discourse and discussion is common for me. So it's not like there's a lot of times during the week when I sit down and, and just sort of shoot the shit with somebody about, you know, w what I thought about a specific film. Whereas frankly, like that was a very common conversation in college right yeah. or in grad school and so to me this is like part of the part of what's fun about this is getting to do something that i naturally like to do but doing it in a way that has you know like a public face you know people actually listen to this and and kind of um have their own opinions on the, the kinds of films that we're looking at and so forth but this this type of discourse is kind of it's in a weird space like it's not academic discourse really um and in fact, like in Screen 101, one of the things that I'm constantly on my students' backs about is do not evaluate films in your writing. Like I'm not interested in your, in, I'm going to call it their professional writing, in their professional writing in the course, in their scholarly writing in the course. I don't want them evaluating films. I don't want them saying what they liked and what they didn't like. It's not really about liking but here it kind of, I mean, like what we're doing is in a weird space where like some of what we're talking about actually is what we like. And some of what we talk about actually is kind of, you know, what we wish these films would have done uh, in a sense, or kind of trying to make sense of them as, as, you know, cultural artifacts that have some sort of value at the level of enjoyment. And I, I just think it's, it's great that there's a place for that um, because it's really not, it's not what we, I don't think it's what we do. I, I think I can pretty much collectively assert that it's just kind of not the work that we do in classrooms. It's related to it, but it's not the same thing. It's it's the way that everybody can talk about films, uh, which is whether they like them or not. It's the way that everybody does talk about films, which is whether, whether or not they like them. And they run up against sometimes, and not in an adversarial way, but certainly in, in the classroom um, texts that they, they might disagree with, or they might be triggered by or they might just have hated they, for whatever reason i don't like the ending or i don't like this actor or i don't like the music um and we're sort of saying that they're all worth evaluating and worth talking about um and then yes indeed like do we recommend them for people or or do we enjoy them um is kind of fun to talk about with your with your fro leagues i think it's super important too to say that recommending is not the same as liking Oh, not at all. And yeah, I would say I would say two. I would add two things to this about how it relates or doesn't to the work we do. And as someone who's like a historian and who's who's quite often, you know, every year teaching one half of U.S. film history, uh, I show up in class and I've done put so much research <laughs> into like that given week's topic um, to that given week's film, but also related films. You know, any given week in that class I could have slated a different film so um, I'm often like drawing on you know uh, sort of a genre you know either, whether it's like a genre or a historical period or uh, you know a mode of filmmaking popular at a given time uh, and bringing a lot of like background information and context into my classes 
uh, and that's not going on here. Like sometimes we reference in our episodes a little like quick Googling <laughs> before we hopped on the Zoom. Um, but quite often, like we're heading into these films by choice, like knowing nothing, like not even having listened uh, to the students call in yet. Um, and just, yeah, it's our gut reactions. Uh, where there is sort of an overlap or a hybrid for me is in like the analysis we're doing. I think, you know, this isn't uh, often the same sort of like depth or contextualized analysis we bring to our classrooms or like theoretically informed analysis we bring to our classrooms. At the same time, it's not like a thumbs up, thumbs down. I give this three stars. Um, when we're talking about recommendation, we're talking, you know, in large part about sort of what pleasure we had in the meaning making process and in talking through it together. So for me, honestly, yeah. like the cube two hypercube episode <laughs> was one of my favorites to record with you all uh, and to listen to later. And yet like that film, like, like, no, like I, <laughs> like, I, I can't believe I watched it twice. And yet it was so worth it to like, think through it uh, with you all. Um, and I hope people, yeah, enjoyed listening to us work through it and maybe did or didn't watch it. I mean, one of the things you're expressing, and I, I totally share this, is that, you know, when you when you walk into a classroom, you're in one of two ways kind of like prepped out. So in the sense that you may have prepped a lecture for that day's class, or you may have, like in my case, like 20 years experience teaching the same thing. And so you kind of already have this rehearsed version of how this discussion goes. And so either way, there's a preset direction that's going to take. But what's gold about this? And this is something that like I, I feel... Uh, really extends out into things that I like pretty far away from film. Um, what I like about this is spontaneity. So like, I, I'm a huge, like, I realize that like late night talk shows are very often, you know, they, they prep questions and they rehearse, you know, sort of everybody knows, like the, the host knows exactly what topics are going to be dealt with. So does the guest, but there, there are points on late night. There always have been points on late night talk shows where things just go off script and become truly, actually spontaneous, mm -hmm. and that's that's my that's my sweet spot. Like I really enjoy texts that kind of deliver actual, authentic spontaneity, and kind of what we do here. Like I I, I don't know how what, what people think. There's not a whole hell of a lot of prep that goes. <laughs> like we watch the films, we talk for five minutes, and then we hit the record button, and then we're off and talking. And so that kind of spontaneity, I think, is just wonderful. And it's it's sadly lacking. I think the world actually is moving in a completely non-spontaneous mm. direction. I mean, I think the forces of the universe and capitalism are pushing us into a really prepped out way of living, thinking, breathing, like everything we do on a day-to-day -day basis seems in some ways like preset. And so these little golden moments of actual spontaneity are something that I think you really need to savor and enjoy. All right. I think we are we have reflected quite enough for one day. on what we a bit on what we made uh, last year. And now it's time to flash forward to the future. We have a couple uh, episodes lined up uh, recommendations that were coming in as we were signing off at the end of the last school year. Uh, do we want to reveal to our listeners what those films are? Episode one of RFU season two will be Shiva Baby by the Canadian writer and director Emma Seligman in her feature directorial debut. 
Described by critics as an anxiety-inducing screwball psychodrama, the film concerns an aimless young bisexual woman who attends a shiva with her family, her successful ex-girlfriend, and her sugar daddy. And episode two, Soren? The second episode that we'll be discussing for RFU season or series two is Shirkers, which is a 2018 British-American documentary film by Singapore-born filmmaker Sandy Tan. And this was recommended to us by Gianni Pradhanwang Aswi, a sophomore majoring in screen studies here at Clark University. Rox, take it away. All right. So we are looking forward to season two. We love you. We love to hear from you, alums, current students, majors and non-majors. Let's talk about some movies. We're back. Thanks, Mo. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> Jimmy, try some cheese.